All right, friends, we have an exciting, fun, very upbeat episode for you today, and that is <laughs> writing letters to your children in case you die. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that on the other side. You almost had me there. <laughs> He's lucky. It's just because I'm a little more tired than usual. And why? My why are you tired? brain is a bit still in pregnancy mode because we had a baby yeah. a month ago and she's sleeping right down there. So if she cries, you might have a jump cut and she might appear. So anyways. <laughs> it's not a magic trick. I assure you. The baby is if only babies were that quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's editing it's movie magic it's magic yes no but you yeah. almost had me i was like wait didn't weren't you like in tears this morning talking about doing this <laughs> this episode it's true it's true and there she is number four yeah so if you don't know who we are welcome to the fierce parenting podcast uh my name is ryan this is my lovely wife selena she's currently off the camera there she is uh and our baby Number four, she is about a month old. By the time this releases, it'll be more like a month and a half, actually. Um, she uh, she is amazing. Sunny Alethea Best is her name, and she is the greatest, the newest bundle of joy in our in our family. Um, <laughs> as she's crying, yeah. So I had this harebrained idea, and she's really cute. I got to give some background to this. There she is. Hi, sleepy girl. Yes, sleepy girl. So where did this come from? Okay. I kind of have this m morbid sense of my own mortality. Well, no, I mean, if anybody knows our story, which you actually told quite a bit of it uh, on the last episode for, well, Fierce Marriage about finances and stuff. But yes, you have a, more than most people who've had a, a brush with death, I think have yeah. more of a, an idea than most of, some of us that haven't uh, about the value of each day and, and yeah. every moment lived and living it to its fullest and stewarding it for yeah. God's glory. So I, I wouldn't I kinda, say it's morbid. I think it's... And it's related to my heart. And so it's related to congenital heart defect that I have and heart physical surgery. Physical heart, yeah. Heart surgery that, that I had when we were just newly married. Yeah. Uh, didn't... And there's, there's a whole story around that. Uh, but the point is, is I kind of feel like I'm living on borrowed time and I'm trying to not just live in that kind of... Uh, the macabreness right, of that and right. just that darkness there, but instead to see that as a, as a pivot point and un, unto which I can trust Christ even more. Mm -hmm. I'm working through that in real time. Uh, anyway, I had on my list this morning. Um, well, actually, first of all, we were going through, I, I, was, I was doing my Bible reading this morning that came across Proverbs 13, 22. And, I, and it occurred to me, I should add this to my, uh, I have uh, personal resolutions. Uh, it's like a mission statement. I go through it once or twice a week and it's like how to live wisely ways to resolve to live unto the glory of Christ very specifically in areas that I need to improve on. And I have these verses that I read and I memorize and, and I'm like, I need to add this one to, to the old verse list, right? And it's getting kind of the long, old verse list. but it's Proverbs 13, 22. And it says this, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's mm. children. Yeah. But the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. And I thought, I want to be a good man. Well, I want to leave an inheritance for my children's children. I want those things. I, right. I better memorize this. I better understand what this means. And so I get into this document and it occurs to me that I, I have this other document that I, I have for Selena. It's it's an Evernote. I use this app called Evernote. And in it, it says, Selena, if I die, open this. <laughs> That's what it's titled. Well, I have to look. That's what I have to search for on the computer. Yeah, and by the way, everything's encrypted, so don't try to like steal our computer and, and find this document because <laughs> it's all password the protected. They're, the files are in there. <laughs> um, and so as I'm as I'm adding this verse to my 
to my uh, personal resolutions sheet. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I go back and I, I need to update this because we've moved. We've added, since I began that document, yeah. we've added two more daughters to our family. It's been like, well, it, over six years since I've updated yeah. it, apparently. Wow. God no, God over three years yeah. because Lou, not Clementine. So over three years since I've updated it. And I'm going through it and I am, uh, and it has all the details kind of like, here's what to do. Here's how to take care of this, that, and the other. Yeah. Here's the, you know, life insurance, all that kind of stuff. Here's how to become a, a, a sugar mama <laughs> in my absence. Goodness. Um, I just meant what I meant by that is that you'll just be wealthy. I didn't mean that you had some, some other chump would come in and swoop in. <laughs> but actually on that note, I'm writing and, and I'm at the bottom of it and it says, okay, after all the business is over, girls, here's my letter to you. Yeah. And I'm like, I like, I need to update this. I've got two more daughters now. I need to include them. And I'm writing this and I'm trying to draw out like, what's the wisdom that I want to leave for my daughters? And I'm realizing I need to leave more than this. And I'm writing about my wife and I'm saying, Selena, like you were, you were the wife of my youth. The life we lived together was every bit I, I had hoped it would be and more and I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> and I'm, guys, I'm not, I'm not a, He's cried maybe twice in our life, maybe three times. Daughters Every time our kids have softened are born, me. <laughs> Daughters have kids greatly are born, softened of course, me. and our wedding day, and then I think when your grandma passed away. Those are the main reason, the main ones that I <laughs> can remember you crying. Yeah. And he comes out of his office today, and I'm like, "Are you okay?" As we're like, you know, scrambling through some homeschool this morning, it's just a bit heart. crazy. And I'm at one point, I'm like almost bawling. <laughs> And I'm trying to hold it together. It's just me and my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and so that occurred to me as like, oh man, this is intense stuff, but I need to think in these terms because I feel like mortality is is very real. And uh, I don't know, next breath is not guaranteed. And so that brought me then to this idea that my friend, my good friend Ray introduced me to about a year ago. And it's this, and that's the whole premise of this episode is that he has written, he gave me the idea of writing letters to your children in the event that you have an untimely demise, you get a car accident, you have a quick, you know, disease, some, some tragic accident that, that, you know, takes your life. Then you would give them, they would have this letter kind of ready to go. And that letter would be given to them and they would read it and they would hear your words in the event of a tragedy. And then you have letters for the key milestones in their life. Mm -hmm. And the key milestones for, uh, you know, a young girl would be things like, you know, your sweet 16, maybe the first, uh, the, the, when you get engaged or when you get married mm -hmm. or when you go off to college or when you, as a mother to a daughter, I could see like when, when you have your first child, mm -hmm. like these letters that you write to them, that even if you, uh, you're still there, you can still give it to them. Right. But if you're not there, they have your thoughts. And I thought this is a really good idea. It's a, it's, I think a wise way to think through this stuff. And I think it's an inheritance in a sense from the yeah. Lord. So what are some scriptures that would, I think, we could root this in? I'm just going to go back to that scripture I read at the beginning. Yeah. And Selena, you're doing an awesome job. Just um, hanging in here, hanging out here. Multitasking. There she is. <laughs> I feel like every latest baby is our cutest baby. <laughs> so I told the girls at breakfast this morning, I said, no offense, girls, but I think she's our cutest baby. <laughs> and they all agreed. So. Uh, so here's the verse again. Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. So I want to talk about this idea of inheritance real quick, and then we'll get into some questions to get you thinking, and then ideas for uh, for letters, right? Ideas for letters mm -hmm. and, and that you can, um, and, and why letters matter, and, and we'll try to go through this quickly. 
Um, so what is an inheritance? So biblically speaking, an inheritance is an Old Testament con uh, concept that basically meant a family, typically the men are passing down to their sons and, and oftentimes to daughters as well. Yeah. But they're passing along wealth, status, a familial legacy uh, to their children and to their children's children. And in some sense, it's assumed. It's almost as sure as death. Yeah. It's like, you, it's just understood that if you are a man, you have a family, you must leave to them an inheritance. Yeah, it's required. Because then that's what it's talking about. And, and this is a, this is a well-known Old Testament biblical truth, part of is Israelite culture. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until Proverbs when we see it turn into a virtue. So it's not just, hey, this is what you do. This is just like dying. Like you're going to die. You're also going to leave inheritance. Yeah, that is what it is. But now we have Solomon saying mm -hmm. a good man, a good man leaves an inheritance, not just for his children, but his children's children. And that, mm -hmm. that turns our gaze generations down the line. It's not, I'm not just trying to, amass enough money to leave for my kids or enough yeah. whatever that inheritance is to leave for my kids but i'm thinking in terms that are wealth generating not just money passing Does yeah. that make sense yeah. and so and and here's the other thing is now that that's the old testament view none not that's not really negated here but the new testament twists puts a twist on it in a good way and it's a spiritual legacy it's not just mm -hmm. a material legacy but it's a spiritual legacy and the legacy of faith is now our primary concern instead of Land, wealth, and etc. And God's promise is no longer strictly entwined with the ethnic nation of Israel, mm -hmm. but now it's tied to spiritual fruitfulness for both Jew and Gentile. And so when I think inheritance, I'm thinking, okay, how am I passing along this faith legacy to my children? Mm -hmm. And that's to me where this verse connects, is that we leave for our children more than just what's in our accounts, but we leave to them uh, our faith legacy, specifically as it's wrapped up in the crucial moments after a tragedy, mm. God forbid, or at the key moments of a child's life. Mm. Okay, and so these letters represent to me a way to pass down a legacy in the crucial moments after a tragedy or into the key moments of a child's life and the new key, key seasons, I'll say, yeah. of a, a child's life. Absolutely. And so we're gonna dive into specifics. I wanna ask some questions to get you thinking in these lines though first. Uh, the first question is this. Maybe Selena, you can kind of yeah. shoot from the hip. <laughs> what would you wish to have said to your children if you died today? Oh, <laughs> that was the baby. <laughs> that was the baby. Oh, really? If you don't say. Speaking of legacies, <laughs> what would you wish to have said to your children if you were to die today? Okay. Another question: What would you tell them in the crucial moments of their life? And we'll talk about what those are here in a sec. What encouragement would you have for them in those moments? What warnings would you give to them? And if you were to write letters to your children, what purpose would those letters serve? Or what would you hope, what purpose would you hope those letters fulfill in their very existence? So let's start with that first one. What purpose would these letters serve? Um, and you are such a champ, by the way. I'm just gonna keep running with this episode. Yeah, just keep going. Right. I just, just hope we're not being too loud over here, but. So it's all right by me. She likes sitting with you. It is a parenting podcast. Maybe so. you try to hold her. See if she. So why don't you start? Yeah. If, what, what, purpose, you, what purpose do these letters serve, Selena? Um, oh, it's okay. I think. It's okay. You know, they can serve. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> a number of purposes. Uh, the first one can be comfort, obviously, if something goes wrong tragically and unexpectedly. Uh, it can be a source of comfort. Uh, I think the second one would be faith building. We always want to be 
encouraging our children in, in, in their faith and encouraging them in the things of God. And so, uh, specifically in that tragedy, you can basically pull up, pull up alongside them via yeah. your words and say, do not despair in this moment. Yeah. You don't have to give up hope. God is still good. I'm right. here that when I'm telling you that God is still good, even though you feel X, Y, and Z, because I know you, Right. let your faith be built by this yeah. and not torn down by this. Right. Um, again, like you said, uh, the third thing could be wisdom, passing along wisdom, uh, encouragement, you know, having either walked a road, that road ahead as a, a, a mom or, you know, whatever those key moments are, uh, you've probably experienced those. And then, you know, your child. And so speaking to those, giving some wisdom and insight, maybe just pertaining specifically to the child's um, encouragement. I think that goes without saying uh, laughter, sharing some jokes, sharing some things that would make them smile, that would remember uh, the joy in the relationship uh, and help them to, I think, see the joy in the future that can be had. So I'll, I'll just a quick, quick uh, example of that in the little note that I jotted down to you in my note. I said, feel free to burn you to cut to the ground. <laughs> and that's just an ongoing joke. It's from the office. They have a lot of inside office like, jokes. I always tell Selena, like, if, if she dies before me, I'm just going to burn the whole thing down. <laughs> I won't abide it. I'm not going to. I'm obviously joking in that. But right. That's hopefully going to be. So just sharing some of those, down. you know, inside jokes. It doesn't all have to be serious and whatnot. So the first one you said, I, um, what purpose do these letters serve? We talked about comfort, faith building, wisdom, encouragement, uh, laughter, and joy. Uh, second one, crucial moments after tragedy. So what purpose does this serve? I think you kind of went into these a little bit as well. So like not losing faith. Right, right. So, um, Which we talked about, I think, in that first one. But you're talking about yeah. more tangibly what, what to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, what purpose generally do these letters serve? But during a crucial moment, the letter is to do this. Yeah. Don't lose faith. Number one. Here's what to do. Very okay. tangible. Here's how to handle this. Here's the name of the file. Here's where to find it. Here's what to do. The next, the tangible next right. steps. And then here's thoughts from a husband or from a father. Here's what I want mm. you to know in this okay. moment. Um, again, after a tragedy. And here's your hope in this moment. Mm. Your hope in this moment is, I think this is where I was crying. So I was like, yeah, if I'm writing at, at the time you're reading this, I'm with Jesus. Yeah. I'm in the and presence I'm of the Lord. It's probably going to be better than both of us guessed. And we would agree with that. Um, and so things like that, which would be, you know, you would still cry through that, but you read that. Yeah, you're mourning the loss, but there's hope. Yeah. yeah that it's not um, an eternal loss. Right. Yeah. So what are these important life events uh, or emotional <laughs> states? I added this category a little bit later. Um, but what uh, it, during the important life events, what purpose of this letter serve? Of the child. Of the child. <clears throat> um, you're answering the question, what would dad or mom think in this moment? I'm here engaged to this young man. I, I think in terms of daughters, because that's my life. What, what would dad think of this? This guy, yeah. And how do would... I know... What would my dad think of this guy? Yeah. And and how would I, would he really give his approval for this guy? You know, just yeah. that, yeah. Which it's always, uh, the encouragement is always, I don't care who you marry as long as he loves God more than he loves you because everything else will fall into place. Right. Um, the second one is just to give him general wisdom, direction, and advice. You're heading off to college. Here's, don't lose yourself. Here's what college is going to, yeah. some unique challenges. Here's what you're going to go through. Uh, here's what I want you to remember. Um, There's a hundred dollars in the dashboard for any extra gas money. No, five dollars. It used to be five dollars, ten dollars, twenty. Awesome. Can't get you much, anyways. Um, and specific instructions, okay? And I'm thinking this is uh, for some reason I go to uh, for a son, right? Like, here's how to winterize the boat. 
<laughs> Although your girls will know how to they will chain do all that probably. <laughs> um, or and, and this is maybe a little bit more serious, but um, if fathers, if you have sons and mothers, can do this for their daughters. But here's what to expect on your wedding night. Yeah. Like, I, like how how sweet would that be if the morning of your son's wedding, mm-hmm. you hand him this note, or at some point that's appropriate. Yeah. Your, the mother hands him this note. Your father wanted me to give this to you. The day yeah. Of your wedding. So good. And and now now your son has your your actual words. It says, "Here's what you can expect. Mm-hmm. Here here's what's good. Here's what's here's you know some, <laughs> you know, and it's just like just fatherly tactics. If that's is that the right term? <laughs> um, obviously, you have to be really appropriate. But the whole point is is like, I remember our this is a, a little bit of sidebar, but I remember our, I remember our wedding night. Nothing like what I expected it to be <laughs> until some mentors in my life said, here, by the way, yeah, your wedding night's not going to be what you think. Here's what you can expect in a in a decent, appropriate way. They explain these Thank things. Thank you, mentors. Yes. Thank you, mentors. And it was, it, and it, was, it blew your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was good times, for sure. It was good so, times. It was awesome because you're awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, but having, I think, those specific instructions to those specific kind of um, crucial moments in life is so and one thing that's really I think beautiful about these types of letters is that you don't have to I don't know f- we write books and when we write books it can be really hard because you're trying to write to a whole bunch of people who sort of know you think they know you or you 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 know and, and so you, to communicate words and ideas can be really challenging believe it or not <laughs> and so in a way that is faithful to the gospel and all that the beautiful thing about these letters is that your kids know you they should know you they can hear your voice. They know kind of your your motives and your heart behind what's being said. So you can write this as if you are having a conversation with them. Yeah. I write things like in a conversation. And he's like, that's not going to work <laughs> when we're writing books. But when you're talking to your child and you're, you're leaving sort of these legacies of wisdom and encouragement, uh, you can do it from just a... A quiet place, you know, it doesn't have to be anything super performance driven or anything like that. And I don't know, maybe just speaking for my own insecurities of what if I miss something? What if I forget to say something that, yeah. Um, So again, we've kind of alluded to this, but what are the key moments? Okay. Professional faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's a key moment (laughs) in the child's life. Their first date, their wedding day, the birth of their child. Mm -hmm. uh, They're probably their first child, college graduation. I mentioned the sweet 16. Um, any other moments? I, I, that's what I could think of off, off the bat. But. Maybe getting their first car or something like that. I and mean, that was kind of an old one or their, yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'm just, I'm like, is there anything before like 16, <laughs> you know, 13 turning to becoming a teenager yeah, or college, 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. 13, I think is a crucial one. Um, yeah. And I think there's, you know, there's just milestones, you know, you can celebrate, you know, things along the way with your kids, uh, before they're 13 and whatnot. But these are, I think, the bigger ones that kind of are real mm-hmm. milestones. Yeah, and again, if you're not, if, if the Lord blesses you with continued health and, and well-being and you're not, you know, dead, you can just give them the letter and say, I wrote this for you when you were two. Yeah, so good, it. so good. And let's let's read it together because I forget what it says. <laughs> Type of thing. Um, and then finally, uh, what are these moments? Uh, so we talked about moments, but what about emotional moments? So like, this is just, I'm spitballing here, but uh, if your child's going through a, a particularly tough time of stress or of worry or of anger or of fear to have something like, hey, when you're afraid, read this. or mm. And that could be maybe something to just hold on to. 
Yeah. When you feel worried, read I this. I would just be, I would just take this and be like, hey, anything you're feeling, read this Bible, this book. You just made the case for the whole thing because this got... is the letter from our father <laughs> and it has everything in it. It is. If you're listening, it's the Bible. <laughs> um, it is a letter from our loving father and and it's uh, until we see him again. Yeah. And that, in a sense, that's what these letters are for. It's like, you know, Lord willing, we're, you know, we can see our children again in mm-hmm. glory. And this will just be that sweet, you know, tie tie over until they get to the, that spot many years down the road mm-hmm. um, and, and give them comfort and peace and some uh, joy in the mm-hmm. meantime. So we haven't written these letters yet. I do have uh, the, the short blurbs that I wrote, um, but I plan on doing <laughs> this. So maybe we'll check back in after that process is unfolded. Um, but yeah, something to think about if you haven't yet. Um, I think you could do them together too if you wanted like. Yeah, try not to cry, Darian. Right. Well, it's true, yeah. Because <laughs> it was really emotional. I guess not on the same piece of paper, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um, yeah. What else? Is that it? I think that's probably it. I, I know there's people that like create boxes for their kids and, you know, you can go on Etsy and people can, you know, type in uh, treasures from mom, from mom or something or, you know, Sunny's box of treasures or something that you could hand off to your child if you wanted to like if you you know passed away or you know again any of these they could keep the letters in those things so to if you want to personalize anything an elaborate scavenger hunt around the world your adventure starts here there you go funeral (laughs) i did not even want to talk about that so because of your request you know my wishes (laughs) My letter to you will exonerate you from that wish. So, anyways. <laughs> so you can sleep with the clean If conscience. you know. <laughs> okay. So, we talk about, we're talking about God. We're talking about death. Uh, something that Christians do not have to fear. Um, but if you're not a Christian, I think you should yeah, share what. Yeah, if you fear what, death. You know, if you fear death, then we're here to tell you you don't have to. And that to me is like. Yeah. That should comfort you. And I think you should fear death unless you have a hope otherwise yeah and uh you know we've you know we're not ignorant of other worldviews we're not ignorant of apologetics not ignorant to the various worldviews that are out there and i I can confidently say like the christian worldview is solid and it gives us reason for hope it's not without faith no no worldviews without faith but the christian view i think gives us the highest platform upon which to stand Mm -hmm. that being reason and we reach then by faith into the greatest good, and that is the God of the Bible, mm. Jesus Christ of the Bible. And we and we can behold him because he has beheld us. That's if you are in Christ, if you've placed your faith in him. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, we have a website for you, thenewsisgood.com. Go check that out. We pray that gives you hope. You do not have to fear death. There is hope in life. There is hope in death. And also hope between life and death that Christ will carry you into the next life. Mm-hmm. But you need to place your faith in him. We pray that you do that. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this reminder that we are not immortal, that we will die. Everyone will die unless you come first. But we will die, Lord, and we will have to face our fears. We'll have to face that, and our hope will uh, be shown truly for what it is. May our hope be rooted in you. Lord, I pray that uh, we think soberly about these things, that we might mm-hmm. love our families well, both here uh, here now while we're alive, but also maybe while we're gone, that we might uh, give to them a gift that, can, they can, uh, that will comfort them, encourage mm-hmm. them, and give them joy. Lord, thank you uh, for your word. Thank you for the letter that you gave us, that it's mm. your, your scriptures. I pray that we would read them, understand them, apply them, Lord, and for us, that you'd help us to teach them to others. We love you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. 
All right, friends, I made it. My 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 dad muscles are not where they need to be. My back is aching right now. <laughs> Every yes. And she's growing. Yes. I need to get some gains. I need to, I need to start a protein regimen or something. <laughs> anyway, this episode of Fierce Parenting is in the can. See you again in seven days. Till next time. Stay fierce.